thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. Uh, this podcast is going to be 150% spilt milk. A thousand percent spilt milk. I'm, I'm in my truck. I'll tell you why I'm in my truck before we get to that. Um, this is Spazzing Out. That's my podcast. If you're listening to my podcast on one of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it might be. Hold on. I got to get a little more light in here. Um, maybe that helps out a little better. All right. If, you, if you're listening on one of those mediums, subscribe to my podcast. If you watch the live stream, subscribe to my podcast. Go to anthonypazigali.com or just go to your favorite podcast place. Subscribe to the podcast. I'd really ap- uh, uh, appreciate it. Oh, dude, the power just came back on. Literally, the power just came back on. I'm sitting outside in my truck. Boom, the power comes back on. Well, too late. We're doing the podcast from the car because I'm in the car. Power just came. You guys noticed the power came back on before I did. I didn't even notice that it came on. So we have power. I'm doing the podcast from the car because that's where I am and I'm not moving. It's a pain in the ass to get it set up the way I have it set up. So we're going from here, live from the truck. I'll tell you guys what happened. Here's spilt milk all day long. We'll start with the power outage. I get home. I got home late. Okay. I had to drive my son home all the way down to Rhode Island. Hour and a half there, hour and a half back, three hour time suck. Go pick up my daughter. The second I get home, power goes out. It's like six o'clock, power's out, toast. So my daughter's screaming because the power's out. She's like, oh my God, the power is out. Um, it's, it's like a thousand degrees in my house. The dogs are barking. My wife's not home. Well, I could have killed myself. Have I mentioned ever, have I ever mentioned that I don't like dogs? Have I ever mentioned that I, well, it's not that I don't like dogs, it's that I don't want a dog. Have I ever mentioned that to you guys, that I don't want a dog? And that's why, because when the power goes out and my daughter's screaming and it's 5,000 degrees in my house and I have no AC going and everything's melting in my fridge, I don't want to, up oh, the power went back out. The power is gone. We lost the power. Power back out. Power just went down again. My daughter's going to lose her mind. Hold on. Power's out again. Game off. My daughter's screaming. She's going nuts. My wife's in her car. I'm glad I stayed in my power. I'm glad I stayed in my car, brah. You guys were going to laugh at me like I was a fool for staying out here. I'm ahead of it. Um. So, basically, here's what's here. The, 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 so time suck all day long. Then I get home, and then my daughter's screaming because the power's out. I'm sweating my balls off, but I'm trying to cool off. I don't want to deal with it just as much as she doesn't want to deal with it. And how do you explain to a five-year-old to chill out? You can't explain to a five-year-old to chill out, bro. You just can't. So she's freaking out. My dogs are barking. I wanted to kill both the dogs because I don't even want to have dogs, and this is the reason why. I don't want dogs. So when the shit goes down, I don't want to have one other thing to worry about. So I don't care about the dogs. I'm like, yep, dogs, I don't care about you right now. I know it's mad hot, 
but my daughter's screaming. I'm going to take care of her, you, uh, uh, her, uh, her first. You guys can go pound sand right where you pound it. So all this, and I'm trying to get ready for the podcast, but I can't get ready for the podcast because my daughter's going bonkers. On top of that, crazy stuff uh, uh, happened today at, at, with the RMV, and we'll get into the RMV stuff. But this whole problem, the outage, the reason that there is no power over by where I live is because some douchebag, we should sound off the, the you know what, fuck, fuck it, we're going to sound it. We have a DB alert. Douchebag. Douchebag. You are a douche. What is a DB alert? DB alert is when I point out on this program someone that is a douchebag because they're doing douchebaggery things and they do things that mess up other people's lives. Some douche hit a telephone pole down the street, blew out the power for like the entire neighborhood. Nobody has power. No one's had power for hours. Bro, you're a complete scumbag, dickhead. Uh, Honestly, the only thing that would redeem you in this situation is if you fucking died. And I don't want you to be dead. So I hope you're alive, but that would be it. The only way I wouldn't be pissed is if the guy died. That's it. And I don't want the guy to be dead, but then I would reel back and be like, oh man, well, at least I didn't die. But what you did, bro, is you fucked up about a thousand people's lives ice creams melting, ice cubes, bro, the ice cubes are melting, no one has ice cubes for their alcoholic beverage, because you're a douchebag, and you hit a telephone pole, you knocked out power across the board, now we don't care about what else is going on, we don't care about coronavirus and major league baseball, we don't care about the new stimulus package that's coming out, we don't care about the fact that school's not going to open for 10 days late, we don't care about anything else that's happening in the world right now, because you knocked out a telephone pole, and fucked power for everybody in this area. It's garbage, mutant. The guy is a 100% mutant dickhead, messed up my night, messed up my podcast. Bro, all I wanted was a little ice cream. It's melted. It's now, it's not even a milkshake, dude, it's milk. So now I have milk, uh, ice cream milk in my fucking freezer, which sucks. I'll drink it later, and it'll probably be piss warm. But... That's where I'm at. I hate, hate, hate that people affect our lives. They don't even know whose lives they affect. You ever guys ever read? Mitch Album wrote a book. It's called The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Phenomenal book. And it's about how people, you don't really realize how you affect other people's lives. Well, this guy that hit the telephone pole has no clue how he affected everybody's lives over here. Everybody, all my neighbors are outside, which is one of those things that I hate because they all want to talk. I'll talk to Pam. I love Pam. I love Catherine. I'll talk to them anytime. Corey's cool as well. But everybody else, the neighbors that you haven't talked to in years, eh, power's out. No shit. It is? Oh, the power's out? Oh, is it really? The power's out? Hey, 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 is your power out? Hey. Uh, Yeah, bro. Everybody's power's out. Yep, that... Hot enough for you? <laughs> it's hot, isn't it? Hey, we're all screwed, bro. I don't care. I gotta go. I'm gonna, I'd rather sit inside and melt and die than listen to my neighbors say something to me that I already know. Oh, the power came back on, huh? For like a second there. I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened. They had it going for a second. Huh. Oh, I can't deal with it. 
So it's just garbage. No power. Not to mention that it, it's ridiculous to me that in this day and age, that in this this time, this day and age, with all the technology we have, it takes over two hours to get the power back on. I feel like it's a simple thing. Honestly, here's, here's what needs to happen. Let me, let me, again, I feel like I have to run every business in the world, so I should be running the power company. It's pretty simple to me. What they should have is a makeshift telephone pole truck. You have a makeshift telephone pole truck, right? The telephone pole itself lays down flat, almost like, um, uh, you, well, you, yes, it, the, the telephone pole, it's on a trailer, okay? It, it's a makeshift one. It comes out on a trailer, and then when you get to the site, you crank it up, and the pole erects. It goes up. Boom. And on it, it has transformers, and it has all sorts of connections. So, boom, the makeshift telephone pole shows up on the trailer, and while they're doing work on the real telephone pole, they connect everything to the makeshift one. But simple, bro. You, you know what? It Even better. It doesn't have to erect. It's one of those where it collapses, so they get there. You crank up the telephone pole, the makeshift one. Crank, crank, crank. It's got a transformer on the fucking top of it, dude. It's 2020. We don't lose electricity. Shouldn't take that long. You crank it up. Crank, 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 crank. You get to the top. You take the, all the wires that, that are not connected. You connect them to the, to the makeshift transformer. It generates power for people. You should have it up and running in no less than 10 minutes. 10 minutes tops. Everybody should have power. And then you start working on the other telephone pole. I never understood, ever, and I never will understand why the, the power company and all its money doesn't have makeshift telephone poles. They should literally have them. It's not that difficult. I just invented, I just, here, National Grid, Eversource, all, all you electric company people, the power company, here is the idea. You get a makeshift telephone pole. It's very simple. It's it's one of those things where where the pole itself collapses down, and then anytime you need it, it opens up. It goes all the way up. It has a tra it has all everything you need on it. The transformer. I don't know what other electrical stuff it's called, but all the electrical shits on it. It goes up, and then you take all the other. Uh, you take the power cords. Right? You connect them into it. Bro, done. Simple. I don't see the problem. Honestly, I don't. It's 2020. We should never not have power. Uh, we, we, it just makes no... Uh, and the other thing is, I don't see how difficult... It's like, I feel like um, if a NASCAR crew, right, can change four tires in like 10 seconds... This is a NASCAR crew, right? This is just a couple of guys... Boom, zip, zip, boom, boom. They could change brakes in like a couple of seconds. As a matter of fact, did you guys watch Ford versus Ferrari? They changed the whole brake system on a car in about two minutes. Same thing should happen with National Grid. One of the poles goes down. Zoop, they send out their uh, NASCAR crew. The crew should be able to get that shit back up and running in less than 10 minutes. They know all it. They, they go out. They have the transformer. They have all their parts. Everything is there. Boom. It, this isn't like working at your house where you get an electrical outlet. You go home and you're like, oh, this, this isn't the right one. And you go back to Home Depot. It's a, it's a fucking billion dollar company. You show up. 
with everything. You show up with the collapsible telephone pole, zip up, down, up, down, up, down. You hook that crap up. Nobody loses power. No one has ice cream that's melted all over the place. Second of all, they should be paying for my lost food. I want ends for my lost food, and I want to know who the guy is. They should out any time there is a major accident, Anytime there is a major outage of any kind, the guy that caused it should be outed. Listen, if you win the lottery, right, you have to you have to claim it and you here in Massachusetts and everybody knows who you are. Well, when you hit a telephone pole and you cause thousands of people to have heartache and you cause a car accident that blocks up traffic for hours, everybody should know who you are. We should out these people immediately. I want to know who the douchebag is. Not the only thing going on in Revere. Though, I did want to mention that last night there was a shooting on Revere Beach. Uh, unfortunately, a 20-year-old uh, was killed. But for whatever reason, the only thing I could think of when I read the story was who in the hell gets ice cream from the, 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 the twist and shake ice cream place on, on that side? Of, dude, nothing good happens on that side of Revere Beach and nobody gets ice cream from Twist and Shake. Everybody knows you come to Revere Beach and you get ice cream at Kells Cream. Kells Cream is the only place to get ice cream, ice cream on the beach. It's also the safest place to get ice cream on the beach. Nobody gets ice cream from Twist and Shake. No one. Seriously. I think they take food stamps there, bro. Sorry that this kid is dead, but it's, it's, it's like with the protester... When you go to a protest with guns, something's going to happen. When you get ice cream from Twist and Shake, you're going to get shot. That I would never get ice cream there. Dude, I don't even bring my kids up to that part of the beach when it's, when it's like, in, in the middle of the day. No one gets ice cream there. Yeah, nah, my mustache's all messed up, bro. No big deal. All right. So, let's get uh, through that. We're on to the other spilt milk. Um... Today, I spent hours and hours and hours and hours trying to get a truck registered for Take Junk. Good luck trying to get a truck or a car or some kind of a vehicle registered right now. Forget it. You can't, first off, you, you try to do it over uh, online. Something pops up. It's like, oh, you have to call. Then you call and you wait on hold. I waited on hold for two and a half hours before I spoke to someone. And then that person was like, oh, I can't help you. You have to go to this department. Then I waited on hold for two and a half, almost three hours. So I talked to this lady and she directs me back to the other department. I said, whoa, lady, I just talked to them. They told me to talk to you. She said, well, I, well, I can't help you. You have to go to this department. All in all, the, the, the issue, right, is that the, the truck doesn't have DOT numbers yet. That was the issue. And good luck trying to get fucking DOT numbers. Another pain in the ass thing. So trying to get your truck or vehicle registered during COVID-19 is an absolute nightmare. And I believe that they need to do something about it. Listen, they're doing everything else. You're getting $600 a week. Uh, you don't have to go to work. Um, you're getting stimulus checks, forgiveness for rent, forgiveness for everything. I want forgiveness for my truck. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to make money. You know, you know that thing, it's called a job, J-O-B? Well, I have one, and I need to put another truck in the road because my company's getting busy, so I have to work, and I can't work because of coronavirus because you nitwits won't let me just get there to register my truck, so I should be able to drive my truck 
without a registration. I want to be able to drive around and I'll show the cop the photo that says, oh, you've been on hold for four hours trying to get your registration. Do something for me, state of Massachusetts. You should come up and say, hey, listen, if you can't get your shit registered, you can drive it. That everything else is getting a pass. I want to pass on my registration. It's an absolute, you guys have to do a better job. It's a nightmare. The RMV's a, a nightmare in general, but just garbage, dude. Um, you can't use your uh, company's deal. No, I, I, it's, I'm trying to register it under a different name. I tried using my company's DOT numbers, but um, it, it's 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 fine because I'm going to set up the DOT numbers tonight, which actually is pretty easy to do. So I'm just I'm just aggravated about it. That with, with when I got the RV, she's like, "Well, you can't put another." I'm like, "Well, it's the same goddamn company. It's just being used in a different style." So it's just garbage. It takes forever. You can't do anything, and you got to jump through 50 million loopholes. And there are Brazilian drivers in the state of Massachusetts that need to get cars registered. Just let us drive our cars. That's it. Let us drive them. That you guys aren't having doing the proper service. Beat it. Can't stand it. All right. I do have some stuff that I wanted to cover. Um, I hope the power does go back on, dude. It's going to be a nightmare. How much gas do I got? So for those of you that don't know, that might have just joined. I'm, I'm in my car doing my podcast because the power went out because some douchebag, some DB, we already sounded the alert, uh, knocked out a telephone pole, which blew out power for, you know, five, ten blocks here in Revere. So the house, it's, it's 10,000 degrees in the house. Everybody in the neighborhood is sitting in their cars because it's hot as fuck out. I'm in the car. That's why I'm doing my podcast outside. Also, why I'm late, I didn't have a, a, a chance. Someone just said Banana Boat and Revere Beach is better, bro. Beat it. You're obviously not from Revere Beach. Garbage. Place a dump. Um, it's really not a dump, but Kel's Cream is, is, is clearly the superior ice cream on the beach. So, that's why I'm in the truck. That's why I'm on one hand I'm holding an iPad. The other iPad's leaning on my dashboard. My phone recording the podcast is in front of me. Um, that's where we're at. So a couple things, I guess, that we should get to. We covered RV, we covered the power, uh, the twist shack. All right. It is yesterday on yesterday's program. I was talk. Oh, yesterday's podcast. I was talking about TikTok and about how TikTok is probably going to get banned here in the United States because the, uh, the government believes that China is sourcing the data from TikTok. That they're gathering information from the TikTok app. You guys all know that TikTok is one of my favorite social medias. I love TikTok. I also don't think it matters if China is looking at that information because literally the people that are on TikTok are eight-year-old kids that legit just play video games all day and me, the father of TikTok, that goes on and complains and bitch and moans and talks about how great America is all the time. I don't think they're getting anything devastating off of these people. So I don't really see it to be a problem. But having said that, apparently Instagram is also watching you. So Apple sent out their beta for their new operating system on their iPhone. And they're letting people test it out. And one of the things that the app does is it lets you know if if you've downloaded an app and when, not that you've downloaded the app, but what it does is it lets you know if an app is accessing your computer, I mean, your uh, your camera while you're not using it. So in the background, 
Now, apparently, a number of people that downloaded the beta system, which they get it before everybody else so that they can kind of work out the bugs on it, apparently, it'll notify you if a social media website has accessed your camera while you're not on it or without your consent. And apparently, Instagram has done it a bunch of times where they're accessing people's cameras without their permission. They're just doing it. There's a whole bunch of pictures of people showing it saying, oh, look, you know, I wasn't even on Instagram. And a little icon thing comes up to let them know that Instagram has 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 access their camera. Now, I'm no fool. You shouldn't be a fool either. We all know that at, at, at any time on our iPhones, our iPads, I believe our TVs, uh, uh, refrigerators, if you have a smart TV, uh, your cars, if you have a smart car uh, or some kind of a system in your car, your watch, Peloton, all these things, 150% can be accessed and can be you can be watched at any time. I have a ring on my front door. There's there's no doubt in my I have Alexa in my house. There's no doubt that someone is listening at all times. And when they want to listen, they will be listening. Period. You should just know that from the get-go. You should understand that if you are bringing any type of technology into your house, again, iPad, smart TV, um, iPhone, you know, smart. What we'll, we'll call it, smart touchpad, computer, uh, Alexa, Google Home, anything like that. It can be accessed, and you're going to be listened to. So if you don't want to be listened to, that's the trade-off. If you want good technology and you want to enjoy uh, uh, the 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 smart TV, which I love, smart. T- I love my smart TV. I love my Apple TV. Things bomb. I like my iPad. I like my iPhone. I I love Alexa. If you want these things, you have to understand that you're going to be spied on, plain and simple. Now, I'm not for people's privacy being violated, but I'm also not a moron. Your privacy is being violated. It's Unless you don't, the only way you won't have your privacy violated is if you get rid of your phone, get rid of your TV, get rid of Comcast, get rid of the Ring, get rid of your iPad, anything that has smart type technology or AI technology, get rid of it. That's the only way you're not going to be watched. Otherwise, you will constantly be watched anytime the government or Facebook, Instagram, same company, anytime Google, uh, 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 what's it, Amazon Prime, Prime, Amazon, anytime they want to access you or your information, they'll do it. Plain and simple. They'll do it. They're probably doing it right now. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going, Zuckerberg? How you doing? Jeff Bezos, how you doing, bro? What's up? I don't know who owns Google, but what's up, Google guy? To always, I'm saying hi to you right now because they're always listening anytime and always, period. How do I know this? Because I'll talk about something on the podcast and then the next day, all, all the advertisements will be, like literally today, I'll say, oh, hey, man, I love sticks with shit on them. Stick shits, uh, 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 shit sticks are the best. I love them. I eat stick shits all the time. Tomorrow, I'll have advertisements about shit sticks. Some company makes makes them, I guarantee it. Some dude on Alibaba probably makes shit sticks. Tomorrow in my feed, I'll have nothing but advertisements for the sale of shit sticks. So they listen, no big deal. Don't care. Me personally, I don't do anything wrong. And quite frankly, I'd like to think that if they turned my camera on, they would turn it off. They'd pop it on and they'd be like, uh, uh. The guy, he, he, he's got a ridiculous mustache. If, if he took his glasses off, he looks like the father from uh, Cloudy without meatball, Cloudy with meatballs, with the chance of whatever the fucking movie is. 
they'd be like, oh, the dude looks like Clint Lockwood's dad. Awful. So I don't think they would bother me. On the other hand, if you're a smoke show chick, you should be listening to me. If you are a smoke show chick, they're watching you. 100%. There is a dude that I was going to say creepy. Doesn't even have to be creepy. 100%. The guys that are working at the technology companies, Apple or the software companies that make uh, the Instagram software, the Facebook software, all that stuff, they're watching you. 100%. You might as well put on a show for the guys, but they're watching you, especially when you don't think they are. They listen to you while you're in the shower. 100%. And then they watch, they look at you naked while you're walking through the house. They're looking at, they, 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 they've got you all access everywhere. So 100%, if you're a hot smoke show, they're watching. If you're a fat, ugly chick, they're not. That's, I'm, I'm never going to go away from that. It's fat, ugly chicks, they're not watching. Sorry, it's not happening. Oh, dude, a skunk. Legit. Skunk just ran by. I'm not even kidding. I'm in my truck. That was a skunk. There's a lot of skunks in the neighborhood, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of skunks and a ton of muzzle pigs. All right. So I just wanted to let you guys know that it is a fact that Instagram is accessing your cameras. They've come out and made a statement. They said that it was a bug in their system. So they're just saying it's a bug and they're trying to work to repair it. But know this, that your Instagram, when they want, they're accessing your camera. They're listening. They're watching. You're always being watched, okay? What's next? Oh, this one. This is great news, dude. I have such good news for everybody. I like to highlight good stories when it comes to to the coronavirus. There are some feel-good things when it comes to COVID. COVID has not only killed a lot of people, which is awful, but it's also killed some of the things that I don't like doing, which generally relate to spending money. COVID has killed off the movie theater. Now, I like the movie theater. I like going to see movies. But no one goes to the movies anymore. Now I get to rent the movie for $20. I get three days to watch it. And I don't have to spend fucking a hundred and something dollars to take my family to the movies. I love it. I save money. COVID's done a great job with keeping me from having to go to restaurants. Only recently have I gone to a restaurant. I've saved thousands of dollars in the past three months. My family loves going out to eat, bro. Now we don't go out to eat as much. And now another great thank you to COVID. Thanksgiving Day shopping has been canceled. Target, Walmart, which are probably the only retail stores that are left. Home Depot's on board, Lowe's on board. None of these companies are going to be open on Thanksgiving. They're going to wait till the next day. And then, of course, they're going to be limiting the amount of people that go into their stores. I love this because... Kaylee is a huge Black Friday shopper. She leaves at like noon on Thanksgiving, bounces, waits in line. All, all she gets into the stores, she spends a ton of money. It's it's like that. Black Friday is not called Black Friday uh, for you know the shopping purposes. It's called Black Friday because it's the saddest day of the year for me. The saddest day. It's the day that the most amount of money from my bank account gets spent. And I want to thank COVID for canceling. That's finally something great got canceled. Thanksgiving Day shopping has been canceled. I'm hoping that Black Friday gets well. Black Friday probably will get canceled because they call it Black Friday. But I'm hoping that the next day gets canceled 
So because that is the day, it's the saddest day of the year. It's my bank account get abs gets absolutely raped on that day, and I'm just thank you for saving me money. I've been I've done nothing but save money and make money during the pandemic, and just thank you. Uh, I'm trying to see what else. What do we got? Mm, I guess we should just you know what. Since we're on the COVID thing, uh, uh, Major League Baseball has got a problem. Now, uh, now, my, I, the problem I believe that Major League, Major League Baseball has is that it sucks. Major League Baseball is boring. It's slow. I, I can't. I don't know how anybody watches it. Honestly, I've never sat through nine innings of a Major League Baseball game ever in my entire life. Not even a World Series game. I find it absolutely boring. It's ho hum. It's terrible, but that's not the problem. Problem is that Miami, Miami, Miami Mariners just had eight players tested uh, positive for COVID, and two coaches. Eleven people on the team have tested positive for COVID, which shut down games on Monday, which shut down a, a couple other games, and now players are starting to panic because clearly, listen, we all know that the COVID spreads like fast. We get it. Now they have a problem, and everybody is starting to look towards the NBA to, to, to believe that the NBA has done the right thing by keeping the players in, in the bubble and that the Major League Baseball flying from place to place is a problem. I don't give a crap about Major League Baseball. This is a problem for football. This is the study, right? So Major League Baseball is going to do – football is doing the same thing Major League Baseball is going to do. We're going to play in Gillette, and then we're going to fly to wherever the other game is the next weekend. So right now, they're looking at Major League Baseball, and it's it's not looking good that eight guys got it, and uh, four guys on another team have it, and they all got it from the same place. And if it continues to spread, and more people get it, and more players drop out, because now the players are speaking up saying, hey, that's it, let's end it, this is ridiculous, we should end it. Um, I don't think they should. It's, uh, listen, eight guys got it. It sucks. Hopefully they'll all, all be fine. But it's it's eight dudes. There are hundreds of Major League Baseball players. You're talking about eight guys. Serious. I don't want anybody to get sick. I don't want anybody to die. But it's not time to hit the panic button quite yet. But football is going to be looking at this. And they're going to be thinking, okay, how are we going to handle this? Obviously, if Major League Baseball isn't doing it right, we don't have our protocol set up right. It's going to fuck sports. We might not have sports. I, I'm, baseball might end up getting everything else canceled if this doesn't work out right. So we need to keep our fingers crossed and hope that they they figure out how to not, like, how to, I don't even know how you do it. Eight, dude, half the team has it. Half the fucking team got it. Honestly, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty crazy. I don't think the players are going to want to play. I think they should play. I mean, I, I listen, dude, I, I would risk, I'll say it time and time again, if someone said, hey, I'm going to give you $5 million, but you got to play with, uh, you know, eight other dudes that have COVID, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. I got a family. I, I, I'll take, my family could use the five mil. And it'd set us apart. Maybe maybe someday I could, uh, you know, I could I could put that money in a trust fund or something for my kids. They don't care if I live or die. They'd probably be happy. They'd be like, oh, dad's dead, but we got $5 million. But, but speaking of baseball, I guess it's a moot point because it's probably going to go. Baseball is probably going to get canceled for the year. 
but I was reading an article about uh, the, the the people who work at the stadiums aren't back to work yet. Obviously, the baseball players are back to work, so they're making revenue. Obviously, the owners are making revenue because baseball's back on TV, so TV's starting to pay them their revenues. They're going to get that 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 money as well. There's no ticket sales though, and there's nobody in the stands. So there's forty, there's some forty thousand people that work at stadiums that are out of work, and a lot of people are pissed off. Um, a lot of people are, are are pissed that the players haven't stepped up to pay. What, what they want is the players to start a, a pool, right? They want the players to put together like three or four million across all baseball. Which listen, three or four million is not a lot of money. If you took all the Major League Baseball players and everybody put a little bit of cash in, you get three or four million really fast. It's not that much money. But they're pissed at the players that they haven't set something up for the concession workers. But they're also pissed at the owners because the owners owners only came up with a million dollars. This is going to hurt uh, for some people. Some people aren't going to like my opinion on this. But I, as a business owner, I, I stand steadfast by it. If you don't work... You don't get paid. It sucks. I'm sorry that your job is the fucking guy who throws peanuts across Fenway Park. I I, I apologize if you're the uh, the Cracker Jack guy, if you're the pretzel guy, you're the popcorn guy, or you're the beer guy. I'm sorry that you're out of work. It sucks. But you got to go find another job. You have to go. It's time to go and look for another job. Plain and simple. I don't believe that other people should have to come out of pocket I don't believe business owners, I don't believe private citizens of America should have to come out of their pocket to take care of your family. I just, I'll never believe in it. Now, it's their choice if they want to. If there's a player that decides, hey, you know what, I would like to take care of some of these people, sure. But I don't believe they should be shamed for it. And most of the time, I would be happy to shame Major League Baseball players because they make a ton of money. For example, I'd shame them for not playing. I'd say, guys, how dare you not play? Get out there and play. You're playing for millions of dollars. But I'm not going to shame the owners. I'm not going to shame the players. It's tough shit. Get a better job. If if your job really is the peanut guy at Fenway, you're already fucked. You're already done. You might as well pack it in. You're graduating, bro. You're going places. If that's what you do for a living, no. Sorry. Doesn't work. Go get a real job. Go find a real place of employment. That's... See you later. Now, I know there are other people that are full-time employees that are out of work that that are at these parks, but go get a better place. Just, we're not here to take care of you. I'm not going to take care of you. Major League Baseball players don't have to take care of you. Coaches don't have to take care of you. Now, having said that, would it be a nice gesture for the players to do it? Yes, absolutely it would be. But I don't think that they should get lambasted or screamed at or bitched at for not doing it. This is America, and in America we have choices. We make money and we get to keep our money, some of it, that we don't have to give to taxes. But we like to keep our money, and if we so choose to help people, we do. Most players in Major League Baseball are part of charitable organizations. Oh, I'll bet you 90%, I don't know for a fact, but I'm willing to bet that 90% of the players in Major League Baseball have some form of charity that they're a part of and already donate an assload of money to charitable organizations. And I'm sure there are some players that have come out of pocket to make sure that the stadium guys are getting paid. 
I don't think it should be forced on people. I don't think people should shame them. And if the people, and I'd like to take it a step further. If you are one of those people that is shaming a player or a business owner for not giving money to the people that used to work at the stadium, well then why don't you come out of your pocket and do it equal money, right? So you're like, oh, well, I don't make millions and you believe that they should give like 1%. Well, you give 1%. So let's say you make $100 a week, you give a dollar. You make $1,000 a week, you give 10 bucks. I think $10 is 1% of 1,000. Is it? I don't know. Might be. But you get what I'm trying to say? You don't get to bitch without without doing it yourself. So if I were bitching about it, if I was one of those people that wanted to say, nope, Major League Baseball needs to give money to these people and so don't the owners, I'd give money myself. So I, I don't. I do my best to try to take care of the people that used to work for me. I, I, I can't help out everybody. I, ha- I kept one guy employed, this, uh, I'm employed, and another guy that's employed, but we gave some money to one of the other employees over the weekend. We're, we're try- I'm trying to do the best I can, but it's not my job to take care of you, and it's not the player's job to take care of you. So I think it's garbage, these people that are hating on major league players and on the owners for not taking care of the concession workers, get another job. And there's plenty of jobs. I don't want to hear that there's not. All I see while I drive around are signs for people to get hired. Find something else to do. You surely can find another job. And probably a better job than chucking peanuts across the stadium. Oh, what do I work as? I run my own business. That's what I do. I own a, I own a junk removal company, real estate investment. And uh, I got my podcast, Spazzing Out, which is what you're listening to right now. All things that I started myself. And if my shit went out of business, I'd be at work tomorrow. I get offered four jobs in the past week because I work, bro. All right. Oh, I don't know if we have anything else to bitch about, guys. I've got Friday. We got Major League Baseball. We got COVID. Uh, Oh, all right. Quick update for people here in Boston. Terrible news. The babysitters are going back to work late. Who are the babysitters? The babysitters are teachers. I affectionately call the teachers of Massachusetts grades K through 12 babysitters because that's what they are. They're there to watch our kids so that we can go to work and so that we can make money. We happily pay tax dollars to the cities that we live in for the babysitters. They know their babysitters. They also know that maybe one or two of the kids in their class is worth teaching and the rest of them, if they could just go to school and shut the hell up, everything would be fine. So the babysitters are going to be going back 10 days late if they go back at all. So be prepared to have 10 extra days of coverage for your kids. The normal school year is 180 days. It's going to be 170 this year. They're not going to have to make up the 10 days, but they will have full vacations, snow days, all that crap. You need to come up with the babysitters. 10 extra days of, of coverage, which sucks for me because it's 10, it's, uh, it's, I was looking forward. My daughter Presley was going to start public school finally. She's been going uh, to Montessori. For, first she went to St. Charles, then Montessori, all schools that need to be paid for. She's at daycare over the summer, $200 a week, bro. Nightmare. I was looking forward to getting her ass into public school, but I'm going to have to pay an extra two weeks. Ten days is really two weeks in the in the school calendar year. So that's another $400 out of my pocket for the babysitters to get back to work. So babysitters is going to start late. All right, bro, I think that's it. 
All right, listen, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Hopefully it sounded all right as I'm sitting in my car. We still don't have power in the city of Revere. We're now going on three, almost four hours of no power because some douchebag took out a telephone pole uh, on North Shore Road, which is, uh, I think it's North Shore Road, it's Route 1A. And for some reason, the electric company, the power company, hasn't figured out yet that it's, it's very simple to get the power back on. Plain and simple, all they need to do is have makeshift telephone poles that when a telephone pole gets taken out, you arrive with the makeshift one, you crank that thing up, it's a collapsible thing, collapses down, you crank it that, 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 to the top, and as a, trans- a transmitter, you take the wires that are falling, you connect it to this pole, boom, everybody has power while you prepare and fix the pole that's going to be there for the long haul. Plain and simple. I don't understand how we cannot... It, you know what? This is just, honestly, real quick, I believe this needs to happen, and I've been saying this for years. I don't understand why the power lines aren't underground. Every subdivision that's made, the power's underground. There should be a push to put all power lines underground from, from here on out. If they just... Just think about it like they do the roads. Okay? The roads are constantly being redone. I'm pretty sure that they start uh, on 95 all the way down in Florida and then they work their way all the way up past through Maine and then they go down from Maine all the way back to Florida. They just do the other side of the highway. Now I get it. It's state crews from each state doing it, but I'm pretty sure that's what they do. I think they should do that with telephone poles. Start today. You go city to city and you start putting the telephone wires under... I'm not that there's no telephone wires anymore, bro. Um, you, you stop putting the power on the ground and this shit won't happen. We won't have these problems. I think that that's an easy solution to power outages and telephone poles getting hit. Start putting everything underground. It wouldn't take that long. Street to street and you'd create tons of jobs. Tons of... You know what? President Trump, if you're listening... Telephone, we should come up with a good name for it. Um, You know, underground power uh, project. Underground. So UGPP. UGPP, let's let's push it through. You're going to have all the power lines put underground throughout the United States of America. It's going to create a a ton of jobs, and it's going to save us a shit ton of money and power outages over the years because it won't be a problem. Boom, there, I solved the problem. Underground. All right, I'm out. I got to get out of my car. I got to figure out what the hell's going on. Not to mention the fact that my truck has a power outlet. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to plug my fridge in to the back of my truck so that this shit doesn't melt. All right, guys, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow night. I I honestly don't know what time I'm going to be on tomorrow night. I know we had had it at 630 for a long time, but 630 is problematic for my family. We'll figure out the timing. Uh, Might start doing it at eight o'clock. Seems like it might be a better time, but we'll see what time I get on tomorrow. Appreciate it. My TikTok piece. Wait, let me just stop the podcast first. Hold on. All right, podcast peeps. Subscribe to my podcast. Thanks so much. Bye.